0: Absolute Geek Podcast. It is Monday Night Phoenix. You listen to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt, and tonight, if I sound a little bit different, it's because I'm coming to you from a one man um, YouTube station I've built in my room. Um, It's a little one man boom arm and mic setup, USB mic setup I have in my room. Uh, because I thought at one point I was gonna be a YouTuber and uh, do YouTube commentaries or video game commentaries or vlog or anything along those lines. So I figured, you know what? If I'm gonna do that, I need a good mic setup, little USB mic setup in my room at my desk that I can work at. And now, boy, am I glad, happy I have it uh, because we had some uh, shit go down today, and we don't know when we're gonna be able to bring you content like we normally would. Um, If you don't subscribe to us on Facebook, or you do subscribe to us on Facebook, but aren't getting our messages or our posts, because Facebook likes to be a picky little bastard sometimes and choose who sees what instead of spreading it out to all of our followers, Um, the second most important piece of equipment, well, third most important piece of equipment you can have while doing a podcast, your uh, your mixer has gone out on us. It has died, it is dead, it is never coming back. Uh, well, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Um, last week when we were on hiatus, because we had family things going on, uh, we took the time to, to get the board looked at and trying to get it repaired. Uh, because if you've listened to our show for a while, you may have noticed some crackling or um, static at some points throughout the cast. And, you know, after last month, we had huge numbers. We had a great month. Our, our subscriber base is up. Downloads were up. Listens were up. Our, our, we had a, our best m- month in two years last month. So we figured, why not get this fixed so we can hit the ground running and and just start going where we want to go? But in doing so... We were told that the board isn't going to last much longer. Um, we had it cleaned. Um, we were told that the first couple channels on it were weak and in, in going away. And, yeah, we, we would, we'd we still get some use out of it, but we should start looking at saving up to not buy a new board. So that was going to be next on our list of things to do. Uh. Through the support of Patreon, uh, as you see, we've been pretty candid about what we've used that Patreon money for. We just got the new chairs. We used it earlier to buy a new AC unit. Um, and now, when we need it the most, it's not there because we bought new chairs. So we're kind of up shit's creek without a paddle right now. I've got an appointment tomorrow to take it in to have it looked at, um, but we were going to record tonight because I tomorrow is my mom, my dad's birthday. So, uh, I was gonna go be with my family, so we weren't gonna be able to record, so we were gonna do it tonight. Turn the board on, and it didn't work. Uh, no sound came out of any of the channels. Um, it was receiving everything, but nothing was coming out. Um, we were only getting the right channel, the left channel was not picking anything up. So it looks like our board is officially dead. So, it's, it's frustrating, um we want to be able to give you guys content, and you know we say it all the time, but you guys mean so much to us. Without you guys, there is no podcast, and we we take a lot of pride in being able to record for you and, and get at you through your day while you're stuck at work or standing in a line at the grocery store or stuck in traffic or just dealing with shit you don't want to deal with, and you want to get outside your own head and get away for a while. We understand, and that's why we love doing this show, and we we love bringing content to you guys, and just unfortunately right now we're we're kind of in a a dead dead in the water uh, stance. So hopefully we can get it fixed. I've been reached out to through beautiful people through Facebook Messenger uh, asking how they can help, how much a new board is. Um, if we've looked at doing a GoFundMe so the listeners can help us, and you know it. I I don't want. I don't want to go that route i don't want to ask you guys for help to to do this um because that's what the show's about it's about us helping you and us being there for you and we appreciate your support if you donate to us through patreon that's amazing but i don't know i don't know what how i would feel about asking you guys to to help us out with that um i don't know it's weird i'm being very very candid with you right now I don't know. So we'll hopefully get this all situated and figured out going forward. Um, I don't know. I know we were supposed to record The Walking Dead Season 7 premiere on Sunday. I don't know. That's kind of up in the air now without a board. Um, Unfortunately, the setup I have in my room is only good enough for one person. So I can't do the cast from here. We really need that board um, to continue on. Otherwise there is no podcast. Um, but oh, well, that's something I will figure out and get fixed. And hopefully it just, you you know, worst case scenario is he comes back and says it can't be fixed or worst case case scenario. He comes back and says it's going to be two to $300 to fix. And that's the price of a new board. Uh, unfortunately with everything we have planned, as far as like the D and D campaign recordings and the interviews and and kind of everything we do, um, we need a ten channel board and those those are pretty pricey and they're around two to three hundred dollars and if that's what it comes back for to fix this board well, might as well look at buying a brand new board at that price right and and not worrying about getting it repaired. But that's neither here nor there. We will deal with that road when we come across it. Um, so, like I said, I, I've got this this little setup in my room, and we're going to go ahead and do the best we can with getting you a little bit of content out there to at least hopefully help make your Tuesday a little bit better than my Mondays going. I'm just... I hate Mondays. You know, this morning I woke up and I put on Facebook, and I, I was like, Mondays got me feeling like... And then it was uh, Steve Curl's character from The Office that says, I'm dead inside. And that's really... It's really kind of how I feel today. I know I'm being very candid with you guys again, and I, I, I probably will regret it and, and shouldn't be, but it's just, I'm I'm frustrated tonight. and But that's neither here nor there. It's about you guys. It's about getting new content. It's about making your day better. So why don't we go ahead and do that? Let's get into a little bit of news. First of all, if you're in the Phoenix area this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, it's FanFest, man. Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest, come on down on Saturday. We'll be there. Say what's up. Walk the convention floor. Meet John Cena. Meet Daniel Bryan. Meet the Bella Twins. Meet um, Eleven and Hopper from Stranger Things. You know, meet Ad- the puppeteer for Admiral Akbar. All these people are in Phoenix this weekend at Fan Fest. You don't want to miss it. It's a great time. Uh, I always love this convention because it's in the cooler seasons. Um, this year it's only two days, two days of fun. Uh, It's in October. Get out there, man. Enjoy the convention. Uh, Come down Saturday and see me and Kristen, uh, that you've heard on the show, participate in Pugs, the Phoenix Ultimate Geek Smackdown. Uh, They are doing uh, teams this year at FanFest, so we're going to make a team. We're going to be Matt and Kristen's pug adventure. Yes, that is a play off Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. So that's awesome, (laughs) right? Right there, automatically, awesome. So, yeah, come down and cheer us on for that. Uh, We're going to (laughs) maybe get someone to record it, Uh, depending on how well we do. If we suck, then that tape will never see the light of day. Uh, Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, you know me. I'll put it out regardless. You you listen to me make an ass of myself all the time. Literally, on the last What the Fuck Friday list, I said that Limelight was my favorite journey song, and I knew in my head it was Rush. So we make fools of ourselves on this all the time, and I think that's kind of why you guys like it. Mm. But, sorry, I'm, I'm drinking a beer just because how shitty today has been. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it. I got a little bit of news. I had a show prepared for you guys. Jose, like I said, Jose, Kyle, and I were ready to record when all this shit happened. And so we're going to make the best of this, right? That's what you do in life. You shit happens, you make the best of it and keep on trucking. Um, The Walking Dead gets renewed for season 8. Even before Season 7 makes its head-splitting return, AMC has confirmed that the flagship zombie drama series will be returning for Season 8. This isn't surprising by any means. Um, They've done a fantastic job of, through multiple media outlets, keeping everything going, keeping you wondering who met the business end of Lucille, who's alive, who's dead. Uh, I have a speculation that it's, Right now, I speculate that it is Glenn and Abraham that die, and I think that Negan is going to take the hand from Rick that he should have lost way back in uh, from the Governor. But you know, I I don't know. That's just speculation. After that whole teaser trailer that showed at the end of um, the Walking Dead journey so far, if you watched that on AMC last night, I recommended it. it. was good It was a good refresher, a good catcher upper. If you don't want to sit there and watch every episode from season one to six, I, I don't blame you. Um, it was a good refresher and catcher upper, and I feel like it hit all the hard points that even the even if you're just going into Walking Dead uh, at season seven, you watching that it's only two hours long. Watching that you'll get a good feeling and understanding of what's going on, and and be able to to pick up the series. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait for a season seven Sunday, man. Sunday, I know it's only Monday, but Sunday can't get here fast enough. And it sucks because the next day is Monday, and I I hate Mondays, but what are you going to do? Iceman is announced as a new Marvel X-Men series. The new series will be part of the Resurrection event. However, it is unclear which Iceman the series will focus on. The veteran Iceman, who is currently part of the Extraordinary X-Men, or the original Iceman that became time-displaced into the current time, along with the classic X-Men team, and became the main focal point of Brian Michael Bendis' all-new X-Men run. Fans of the LBGT community have been asking for an Iceman uh, book ever since the series Young Iceman came out as gay in the pages of Brian Michael Bendis' run on All-New X-Men. If you've not read Brian Michael Bendis's All-New X-Men run, I highly recommend it. It's a fantastic run. Uh, the stories are great. Um, the writing is great. The art is great. It's, it's a really, really, really good run. I can't say enough good things about it. You can get it in trade paperback. Um, I'm not sure if it's in hardcover yet. I believe it is. Um, Or if you're lucky enough to find the individual issues at your local comic shop, I definitely recommend you pick that up because it is, like I said, a fantastic run. In my opinion, it's a must-read X-Men run, especially if you want to get in uh, and kind of know what's going on for this Iceman series. But again... That's pretty much all the information we have. We don't know if it's going to be about young Iceman or old Iceman. Or... Right now, your guess is as good as mine, and speculation is as good as mine. Um, I, would, I would assume that since there's been people calling out for this book ever since this character came out as gay, um, it would be about the younger Iceman. But it also raises questions of, is Iceman a strong enough character to run his own book? Um, he really doesn't have his own villains. He's mostly been part of a team. Um, so, I mean, it'll be interesting to see him go out on his own. He doesn't necessarily need his own villain set to go out on his own or have his own book. Uh, Nightcrawler did it and, and did rather well with it for a while. Um, who knows? We'll, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Um, apparently, the sexual orientation of Stranger Things main character, Will Byers, is being called into question. Reddit users have spawned numerous theories and rumors claiming that the main character is gay, as well as an article written by Dan uh, Reynolds of The Advocate goes into great detail to support the claim. In the article, Reynolds explains that the real monster in Stranger Things is the demi- er, isn't is the demigorgon, but homophobia itself. He goes so far as to explain that the series has taken on homophobia in American culture, including points that Will and Barbara are being treated as queer, and the Upside Down is used as a metaphor for being in the closet. So, you're telling me that, out of Stranger Things, a a sci-fi show, you're seeing that um, the real monster in Stranger Things is not the Demogorgon, but homophobia itself. And that the series is a take on homophobia in American culture, and that Barbara and Will are being treated as queer in The Upside Down is used as a metaphor for being in the closet. I don't see it. I'm not going to disagree with you and say your opinion is wrong. I don't get that at all. Um, I don't see any homophobic tendencies in that show. Personally, it's a 12 year old kid to me in that show so I'm not looking or curious or wondering about his sexual orientation of a 12 year old boy um, not saying that it's it's wrong to speculate on it but at that age I mean I'm not um, an expert in this field by any means I'm just some jackass sitting on the end of a, other end of a microphone who personally happened to love the series but I didn't for one think I wonder what this boy's sexual orientation is at twelve years old, you you don't know if you like girls. You're just getting into that. You still think girls are yucky and have cooties, and you're kind of just coming into your own at twelve. Like your body is just starting to go through the change. And my God, this just turned into a fucking sex ed class. Uh, where's Kyle Jose when you need him Because this is this is crazy. Anyways, your body's just starting to go through the change. You're becoming a young adult. Um, your hormones are starting to spike around that age. So you don't know if you're into guys or girls. So where did you I don't understand where people are coming off speculating this. Um but this speculation prompted a response from the actor who plays Will Byers via Instagram, where he says, For me, will being gay or not is besides the point. Stranger Things is a show about a bunch of kids who are outsiders and find each other because they have been bullied and somewhere are different. Does being sensitive or loner or a teenager who likes photography or a girl with red hair and big glasses make you gay? Um, in the classiest way possible, the young actor closed his point by saying, I'm 12 years old, but I do know we all relate to being different. It, this kid just showed so much maturity in that statement. Like it, Why, again, like I was saying, why does the kid's sexual orientation matter? It's not about that. It is a show about being different if you you know i'm here to tell you it's only recently and i'm sure a lot of our older listeners know will relate to this it's only recently that this geek and nerd subculture that we are a part of has been socially acceptable when i was a kid in high school it wasn't socially acceptable it, you you didn't you hung around the other kids that liked anime or the other kids that liked comics or were into the same things as you did Because you had to have someone get your back when someone was making fun of you for reading that stuff. Or watching that stuff. Or being into that stuff. Or having conversations with your friends about it. Or or playing D&D or or anything like that. Back in that day, you played D&D in the most secluded, secretive places. I played D&D in the very back corner of a library. In the basement of my parents' house. You know, places away from the general population that are going to see you. To save from the scrutiny you were going to face from doing it. That's not the case today. Today you see kids, the comic shop is the cool place to hang out. You see kids playing it at school. You see kids talking about the new Marvel movie every day that comes out or comic books. Or you're watching Arrow. You're watching Flash. You're watching Legends of Tomorrow. You're watching Gotham or Lucifer or whatever. All these shows that are out there now and now it's socially acceptable and it's an amazing time. But the the time this the show is depicting, it wasn't, it wasn't that acceptable. So to sit there and say, you know, this kid is gay or the sexual undertones or anything like that, that's it's just the times. I don't know, I don't I don't see any homophobic undertones in the show at all. And and the Duffers are, are pretty much grew up in that same time frame. So that's kind of what they're touching on with with this movie or the show is that these kids are outcasts. These kids are are different. They're They've been bullied, you know. They're not. You you see it in the show that the the guys Dustin and and all of them get bullied at the quarry, and Eleven saves them, and it's just a show about being different and accepting being different, and that it's okay to be different. That that's what the main point of this show is, and it's about friendship and and coming together for your friends and doing anything for your friends, and and if someone's in trouble, you do anything for them, and things like this just don't need to go this route. Why do we have to dissect everything in this culture to worry about if someone's gay or straight? I understand there's not enough re- gay representation in Hollywood or shows. I get that. But does that merely mean that you have to go change the orientation of of a character to try to make them gay? Why can't we make new gay superheroes? Why do we have to take Captain America and Bucky Barnes and put them together? Why do we have to take a show like Stranger Things and worry about the sexual orientation of a 12-year-old boy that's insane to me there's plenty we can make great new content with lbgt heroes that we don't have to do this and as a society it's kind of weird that we we feel the need to to break this down and and wonder about this like i i enjoyed stranger things because it was stuff that i was into these kids were into D&D, they were into the same stuff I was at that age, they liked, and, and, and all the references, and everything like that, and I did not once go to myself, well, I wonder uh, if Will's gay, he kind of gives me that homosexual tendency, and that, he's got a little bit of homosexual vibe coming from him, and Barbara too, and I, I, I get it from Barbara, <laughs> I see it from Barbara, because I even, I think I called her a red-headed rug muncher in an episode, I'm pretty sure I did, and I, I, I could see it from Barbara, I can get where you're coming with that from Barbara in that she she kind of had a thing for the other girl in the show and you could kind of feel it so I get that suggestion I guess but will will's character is beyond me I I don't see how a shy kind of outsider misplaced kid um is giving off any sort of homosexual tendencies but that's just me. Like I said, I'm nobody. I'm just a dude who sits on the other end of a fucking microphone and talks to you guys. So I don't see that, but I, I guess I could get it from, from Barbara, and I guess I kinda gotta man up and own the fact that I called her a red-headed rug muncher. Mm. But um but yeah. But this kid, man, he showed so much he showed so much wisdom beyond his years by the response he gave this. And he just says, I'm only 12, but I do know that we all relate to being different. And we all have things in our lives that make us different, make us unique, and and that's awesome. I, I'll tell you what, I work for a living, um, but I would much rather, if I could find a way to bring new awesome content for a living, I would much rather do that. It, this is what I love to do, and it's more fun, and it makes me different. It's always weird, you know, being into the stuff I'm into, Nowadays, it's more socially acceptable to be into certain nerdy things than others like be sitting there in a comic book shop and i like, go, oh yeah, what comics are you into? Oh, I'm into you know Wolverine or Walking Dead or Spider-Man or Outcast or this that or the other thing and so I'm like, oh yeah, what kind of other things are you into? Uh, wrestling oh, you watch professional wrestling uh, yeah I and mean, you, you know you kind of get scrutinized for uh, being a professional wrestling fan. it's kind of funny like I joke with my buddy Alex who works at our local comic shop. Well, he's a wrestling fan too. I'm always like it's funny how you come in and you can tell someone every comic you read, and they're just like, "Oh, that's awesome," but the moment you say, "Yeah, I'm a professional wrestling fan," that's that's where the line is. <laughs> that's where the line's like, "Nope, that's it." But there's plenty of us out there, so I don't feel alone, and that's all right because um, we have a great fucking community, man. Um, but yeah, moving on. Our next story is uh, Tom Holland says that Spider-Man sequel talks are already happening. The actor told The Woman's Wear Daily at the New York Film Festival that talks about the Spider-Man sequel are already underway. We're talking about the second film and who the villain is going to be and where we're going to go. That's awesome. <laughs> and the fact that the film hasn't even hit theater yet. It's almost a year. It's still almost a year away. And you're already talking about another one tells me that they have faith in this film and what's going on and they must be getting good feedback from it and where they're heading with it because... Um, it's Marvel man and it's Sony but Sony hasn't got the greatest track record but I I have a feeling with Marvel helming it it's gonna be fantastic and I can't wait to see what they do with it and I'm so stoked that they already got uh, a second one in discussion at least I can't wait to see that movie Um, moving on here let's see what else do we have untapped for you guys America's newest internet sensation reveals that he's not undecided when it comes to the issues of Marvel versus DC. When Ken Bone was asked in a Reddit AMA if he was a Marvel or DC guy, the shining star of the second presidential debate responded by saying, Marvel Universe all, overall. Love the way the X-Men and Avengers interact especially. Individual characters, DC uh, for Batman and Superman. Animated series, easily DC. And cinematic goes to Marvel. And their brilliantly crafted continuity. I got to give it up to Ken Bone, man. He, uh, taking it to the bone zone. He, he definitely, um, hit that nail on the head. And I, I agree with him. I, I really like Marvel's content up until recently. I feel like DC's kind of taken over things with Rebirth, but Marvel could quickly change pace here. Um, when it comes to the cinematic universe, Marvel hands down, Marvel's got it all over DC. DC... Their only hope was their their hope was Suicide Squad, and that although it wasn't a terrible movie, it wasn't a great movie either, and it kind of floundered. Um, they're putting a lot of a lot of be- eggs in the Justice League basket. I don't know how well that's going to pan out. Uh, I think they're rightfully so putting a lot. If, if there's going to be one saving grace for the DC cinematic universe, it's going to be the Batman movie. It's going to be the Ben Affleck written and directed Batman movie. You can mark me down for saying it. And if it's not true, I'll eat my words. But I think that's going to be the one saving grace of the DC Cinematic Universe. Marvel, DC's trying to do things in months or years that Marvel has been doing over several years. You got to think, Marvel's been laying the groundwork for Avengers and Thanos all the way back from Iron Man 1 when the new Marvel Cinematic Universe started. Iron Man, yeah, there was Hulk films and stuff like that, but Iron Man 1 is what started this, so you went Iron Man 1, and then I believe it was The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, then Iron Man 2, and that, I mean, that's Captain America, Thor, but, but Iron Man 1 started all this, and they've been laying that groundwork since, since then, and here we are in 2016, and we're just getting ready for Doctor Strange and we're getting ready for Infinity War and we're just getting that payoff. So it's been it's been a crazy, crazy few years of Marvel um, laying that groundwork and DC's trying to do it in you know, a couple, like two or three years what Marvel has taken Jesus Christ. I, I couldn't even when did Iron Man one come out? Let me look this up because I don't quite remember when Iron Man 1 came out, let's see. Uh, let's go to Iron Man. Do, 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 do. Where are you? 2008. So they have been laying this groundwork through, since 2008 and 2016. So eight years. Eight years they've been laying this this groundwork for their cinematic universe in DC's trying to cram eight years of, of work into a few years, um, on their end. So I think that's kind of where they fall flat. As far as the, the, uh, the animated series universe goes, you know, it's hard to say. Marvel. I loved, absolutely loved the X-Men animated series, I absolutely loved, um, the, uh, Spider-Man series, I, I was a fan of both of them, but when it comes to the animated series, man, hands down, I have to give it to DC, I have to give it to DC, as, you know, they have Batman the animated series, they have Batman Beyond, Teen Titans, Young Justice, uh, and the, their animated movies are, are fantastic. Um, it's just, hands down, man, DC's got it all over Marvel when it comes to their, their animated movies. So I have to give it up to Ken Bone. He's absolutely 100% right. I agree with him all the way on what he said. Um, and, you know, Ken Bone kind of gives me that, that vibe that he's into this kind of stuff, that maybe he's a comic book reader, or that maybe he is a dungeon master of D and i'd love to play a dnd campaign run by ken bone i would love to get ken bone on this podcast to lead us through a dnd campaign sorry justin but i just i just feel like ken or ken bone has some some chemistry about him and there's just a, a dm inside of him screaming to get out and to lead a campaign and to lead us into unknown territories and and lead us on an adventure so Ken Bone, if you ever listen to this podcast or anybody that knows Ken Bone listens to this podcast, tell him to get a hold of us. Um, he can hit us up at AbsoluteGeekPodcast at gmail.com or Facebook. And we want to set it up where uh, maybe we can do it over Skype or, or somewhere. He can lead us in a DD and d campaign because he definitely gives me the vibe that he's into that sort of thing. And that's okay because D&D is awesome. Uh, let's see what else we got. While well, we were going on our hiatus last week, we got the trailer for Star Wars Rogue One. Um, a lot of people were cr- going crazy about this trailer. I enjoyed it. I didn't find it to be like groundbreaking. I didn't find that it was like screaming at me or punching me in the face saying, go see this movie, go see this movie. I found the trailer to be kind of um, dark and ominous and a little tad depressing, and I think the reason I found it that way is because it's meant to be that way, as anybody who's seen the original Star Wars trilogy, who's seen A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, are very very familiar about the subject matter that this movie's going to cover, um, about the team stealing the planets of the Death Star, so you already know, and if you don't, I'm not going to spoil it for you here, but you already know pretty much how things turn out, so I think that's kind of why that trailer was a little bit on the darker side um, and that's okay some people Kellen really liked it for that reason I just I was like okay it, it just didn't jump out at me and grab me like
1: you've got to see this
0: movie I, I already wanted to see it I already know I'm very familiar with the subject matter and so yeah I'm, I'm super excited for that uh, the one trailer that came out that uh, has me a little up in arms and kind of uh, pulling out my shovel to dig My childhood out of the pile of shit that was just laid on it is the Power Rangers trailer. This god-awful trailer came out of New York Comic Con and literally pulled down his pants, spread his butt cheeks, and took a shit all over my childhood and all over many people's childhoods. If you're a Power Rangers fan like me, I've been a Power Rangers fan since the beginning. I was there for the first episode of Mighty Morphin, and I stayed all the way up to the last episode of Zeo right before they went into space, and... After that, I kind of outgrew it and and lost touch. And every now and then I'll go back and revisit it, but not in the same manner or principle as I did when I was a younger child. Um, But, you know, in the original show, and I know things are going to change. It's 2016. Things need to be modernized. But in the original show, they were teenagers with attitude, not teenagers with a criminal record. This movie feels more like Chronicle meets The Breakfast Club than The Power Rangers. Um, from the the trailer already, Angel Grove High School looks more, less like a high school, more like a school for uh, delinquent children who have been kicked out of or expelled from normal uh, public schools. They uh, almost basically make the characters of Alpha and Zordon obsolete. You have a major player like Bill Hader voicing Alpha and Brian Cranston playing Zordon, but you almost make those characters obsolete when you go ahead and give these kids superpowers by the way of a meteor and then finding magical coins that give them super strength and super agility, which totally negates the, the need for their suits. As the suitster, what did that in the show, gave them the power and agility when they morphed. So you're giving them already. So you're basically giving them superpowers and super agility without the suits. You really made it so they don't need the suits fucking ever. They might as well just put on a, a fucking Lone Ranger mask and a bath towel and call themselves superheroes, because there's no really reason, any reason, or there's no real reason, at all. I can't talk, for the suits if you're gonna give them powers like that. So, I, I don't know. There was a very tasteless, uh, tagline on the Yellow Ranger poster. It was her standing on her zord, and it said something to the effect of. Um, driver's Ed not necessary or not needed, and that was very poor chase As the original Yellow Ranger died in a car accident, so that was kind of poorly handled. Um, Rita Repulsa. I was excited when they first in, released the first images of Rita because, yeah, it was a reimagining, but I liked it. It was I thought it was really really good, and even though I had grapes with the costumes when they first. Were shown. I was like, you know, okay. I know they have to modify, modern, uh, make them modernized, and that's cool. I can live with that. But after seeing the first trailer, it's it's like they just shit on the entire concept of Power Rangers. Saban said that he holds this property very near and dear to him, and he wanted to make sure that people weren't going to screw it up. But on the flip side, I think he went ahead and screwed it up. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve my judgment on this and hold it and chalk it up to maybe this is a bad trailer. I know that um, the female Ghostbusters movie had a bad... Tra- their first trailer was real bad. Uh, I feel like some of Suicide Squad's trailers were really bad. Um, but not that the, the trailers did much to be the saving grace of those movies. But I'm, I'm chalking it up right now to hopefully... The first trailer cut was just bad and it was confusing. And that once we get another trailer or a recut of the trailer... It'll make more sense, and it'll be more informative, and maybe feel a little bit more like the classic Power Rangers, and put everyone else at ease. But until then, I'm going to reserve my judgment until I see more about it. But right now, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not holding my breath because I would probably die of from lack of oxygen. Um. So yeah, that's all the news I have for this week. Like I said, it was going to be a real quick show. Uh, I just kind of wanted to touch base with you guys in in case you didn't see the Facebook post. I figured hearing it from me would be better than reading it on a post. Um, But yeah, we're kind of uh, up Schitt's Creek without a paddle until we can get this board fixed or see what our options are about getting a new one. Um, I mean, if you guys, and even all through this podcast, I'm getting so much support and love on the Facebook page, and I really appreciate it, and people reaching out to me asking me what they can do and how they can help and that I'm being stubborn for not letting people help. So if you want to help and you want to donate to us to be able to get a new board, um, you can do so through PayPal. Our PayPal is absolutegeekpodcast at gmail.com. It'll go right into our PayPal and directly allow us to use that to buy a new board if we need to. Um, But I'll keep you guys updated on what's going on in, in the situation. And I just want to say again, thanks. You know, it's crazy how you, you, I'll I'll be uh, candid with you even more here. Honestly, like, it's crazy when we record these week after week and we have all these downloads and people listening to us and it's hard to put fit numbers to faces. So you get 25,000 people that listen to you or, or whatever your numbers are. I'm not saying that's what we get, but I'm just using it as an example you get x amount of numbers and you got to remember for every one number that's a person and it's it's hard and at times mind-blowing to think that 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 many people are listening to you and and hear what you say three times a week and appreciate that you put so much time and energy into your shows and and getting it out there and it's it's glad that people want to see us continue and not just kind of fade away and i mean if if you wanted us to fade away this is kind of the 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 turning point for it because we're dead in the water without that board. Um, just luckily that my budding YouTube career got never got off the ground because I still had this little setup here to be able to to at least get you guys some sort of content this week and and get you maybe a little bit some something to help you uh, hopefully get through your Tuesday stuck in traffic or sitting at work your boss riding your ass or the kids fucking annoying you or whatever it is you're getting through. And we all got shit we're going through and we can get through it together, man. We are here for each other. We are a happy, loving community that are willing to back each other and help each other out. And I just have to say that I am the we are the luckiest people in the world to have amazing fans like you guys. Without you guys there is no show. I, I can't put into words how much I, I i love you guys from all the the messages we're getting tonight wanting to help us out from the people that donate to us through patreon to help the show you guys are amazing you guys are fucking rock stars and it 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 makes me wish i could do this five times a week just for you guys because you guys you guys are fucking awesome man that's that's really all i can say is that you guys and girls are what it's all about and you're the fucking greatest fans a guy could ask for so on that note I'm going to, to end the show. Um, I don't know when our next show will be because like I said, without a board, we're kind of DOA. Um, I would love to be able to get to the, the walking dead live viewing reaction episode, but it's all going to depend on this board, man. It really is. Um, I'm just getting stressed out even thinking about it. So It's late here in Phoenix now. It's it's going on 11 o'clock p.m. I'm going to end the show. I'm going to say thank you guys again for all your support. We love you very much, and we will see you.